everyone, and welcome to another episode of Data Dialogues, brought to you by Certa's Insight and uh, published on DVIC. Joining me today is uh, Gary Kennedy from APNIC. Uh, we've invited Gary along to talk to his experiences about trying to build Data Vault through uh, manual coding and processes, uh, and then moving to the use of an automated uh, tooling platform to uh, to deploy Data Vault. Hello, Gary. Welcome. Mm, hello, Richard. So, Gary, I might get you to start us off today with just a, a high level introduction as to you know yourself, your role within AP Nick, and indeed what do AP Nick uh, do as a, as an organisation. Well, I've been twenty years a developer with AP Nick. Uh, APNIC is the regional internet registry for the Asia-Pacific region. We primarily primarily provide uh, internet number resources. These are your IP addresses and port numbers uh, to members in the Asia-Pacific region. Now, in that 20 years of developing, I've started off as just as humble software developer. And now they've put me in charge of our data warehousing. Excellent. I'm not sure I've met many humble software developers, so uh, well done you. So you've been using Data Vault for a while. I'm, you know, I'd be very much like to hear, you know, what started you on the journey towards Data Vault and how you started building your Data Vault, you know, before looking at a automation technology. Well, we were interested in setting up a, a singular data warehouse. Um, mainly because we had data all over the place um, and we wanted people to have an easy way of accessing you know, a singular source of data. Uh, when we first started, we had a consultant. Um, we brought in an original consultant that suggested the data warehouse would be the, the way to go. And uh, he was getting into Data Vault 2.0 himself. So we had the choice between, uh, you know, Data Vault 2.0 or other systems. And after looking at it all, we decided that Data Vault 2.0 was kind of the best way to go for us, um, mainly because it gave us things like, you know, point-in-time historical data, um, being able to recreate source data. Uh, I think we started talking... Um I think it was towards the start of, of last year, and I think the conversation, first of all, focused around doing a, a review of your data vault. And I know the feedback I got from my team was that you actually built um, a very good data vault, uh, but your issues were more um, how to ramp up the speed with which you could uh, deliver uh, the output. So um, when did you start looking at the need for for automation and, and really yeah what what was the what was the primary driver for that? Well originally we just did um, a small slice. it was only five tables and as you said the, the code was all done manually. but because it was it was my first attempt, uh, there was a lot of uh, changes that I had to do and replicating those changes to fix all the all the code. Um, was it was very obvious that that was going to be an exponential effort to to make those changes. So it was apparent very early on that uh, we needed some form of automation to save a lot of my time. So this was something that you had identified for yourself. Was it something that the business were in agreement with or was there a process to, 
to try and convince the business of the need to make an investment? No, it was very, uh, the business uh, understood very quickly that we needed to automate this. We needed to um, to, to be able to uh, have me progress fast on a lot of these things because uh, with just a couple of our data sources, we have over 200 tables. Um, right. So the time saving was was noticeable. So time and effort to deliver was 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 the key driver. Sometimes that's um that can be a challenging business case to mount. Did you find the business were pretty receptive and and understood that? And is you know it, it was that a factor of their own uh, data maturity and understanding you know how to use data? It was very easy to make them understand. Uh, my boss and his bosses, pretty much all the way up the chain, have had experience before with. Um, you know, with data basing and data warehousing, so they they understood intuitively the need. It's very interesting you say that. Actually, um, we often hear that, um, or, or there's two types of of organisation. There are those that have had experience with building data warehouses in the past uh, and understand the effort and the cost and the uh, the frustrations that can come from from building. Um, and they often are very, very keen on, on looking at Data Vault for its efficiencies and, and, and speed and, and are quite, you know, engaged very early on to, to improve what they do versus those organisations are doing things for the first time and, you know, no one quite believes it's, uh, it's, it's as big a project as it, as it inevitably ends up, up being. Um, so, it's, you know, it's nice to see that you, had, uh, you, you didn't have to face some of those problems that a lot of others uh, do so. Then tell me, in terms of assessing uh, the technology, what was uh, what was important to you going out into the marketplace and, and looking for a, a technological solution? We didn't want to rely on any singular product or technology. Um, so we were more looking for a uh, a generic approach. Um, something that didn't actually rely on uh, any singular to technology to implement. There wasn't really any, uh, we just basically went out there with a, a list of requirements. And as I say, we were introduced to Data Vault 2.0 initially by our consultant. And that one ticked all the boxes. So in terms of, uh, you know, you said you know, ticking all the boxes, what were those critical capabilities other than, uh, you know, needing to be not locked into a, a single way that a vendor would do it. And obviously, Data Vault being tools agnostic helps with that. But what um, what specific capabilities were important to you that a, a technology solution would provide? We were, after uh, some point in time, historical data views. So we wanted to be able to go back at any point in time and look at the data as it was at that point in time. Uh, we were also interested in recreating that source data. So one of the worries that we had was that uh, if we wanted to switch uh, vendors for some of our source systems, we wanted to be able to recreate for backups or to be able to uh, transition to another vendor. Um, we were also interested in uh, data governance, so you know, uh, defining our terms, uh, not overloading our data fields, and things like that. So, 
as I say, building uh, building manually can be uh, obviously a challenge. We've seen that in, in the marketplace. Uh, but then selecting a partner and a selecting a technology stack can come with its own uh, risks. What was the process like in going out and finding a technology solution for the automation? And ultimately, what tool did you did you select? Well, thankfully, the uh, the Data Vault Alliance forums were very helpful in that regard. Um, they pretty much pointed us squarely at Wearscape, and Google was a nice secondary confirmation there. Um, now, having done the the Data Vault two point practitioner course uh, through Certus, uh, I was on their mailing list, and it was through the mailing list that I I found out about Iris. And uh, I thought, well, this is great. This is, you know, they've, so with regards to Data Vault 2.0, um, some of the research that I did suggested that uh, some of the templates there would need some tweaking. And uh, thankfully, Iris has done all that tweaking and template work for us. Yeah. What was the next uh, step for you in evaluating Iris as a potential solution for you? Well, we approached Certus and they ran us through a nice pro proof of concept, um, which was which was wonderful because that gave me something that I could show the managers and uh, they could see the business value in that. And now moving forward, we've uh, we've got it all set up, and uh, they've just taken me through the induction workshop, and mm -hmm. our next step now would actually be. Uh, adding some new sources and creating some information marks for some new reports. Oh, that's fantastic. And yet yeah, certainly uh, running a proof of concept or a pilot um, is, you know, is, is almost now an essential step uh, given how skeptical sometimes uh, business people can be about uh, what, what we're able to promise when it comes to, to delivering insight. Um, how has the business received the work so far? <laughs> you should you should ask us again in a year's time. <laughs> We're still in the beta stage, um, but the reports that we've produced from the initial data vault have been very well received. Well, that's very good to know indeed. Um, so if I can sort of recap the, the the challenges that you were facing on the on the coding manually were predominantly time. Um, and you, we usually often see complexity can can be a big factor in that as you start growing more more data sources. What did you see in terms of the potential time savings for yourself moving to, you know, a, an automation tool versus uh, hand coding? Were, were you able to identify where and how you could save time? My, the most uh, time savings was in regards to the initial setup and uh, loading of the raw vault, uh, raw vault data, mm -hmm. uh, modeling the hubs and links and the satellites. Uh, that was very repetitive work that uh, could can easily be automated. Um, with regards to creating some of the information marts, those were a lot more uh, specific uh, and focused. So maybe not so much there, but again, there was a lot of uh, repetition in creating an information mark that could also easily be automated. Again, that's a, a, a really good point that we see more and more, and it's across you know a lot of job functions now that there are tasks that are 
uh, eminently repeatable. Uh, they might require, you know, some minor uh, changes to them, but that's really where automation can shine, freeing up, uh, in this case, your time. And I'm right, you're just the, the, the only person managing the data warehouse right now. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So um, I think the alternative to using automation is just throwing more headcount at it, which I'm not sure in this case was probably the right way to go. Am I right? No, uh, automation is definitely working smarter and not not harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it frees up your time. What have you been able to do with that time? What, are, what, what kind of things are you now looking at being able to uh, expand and improve upon for the organisation? Yes, but it gives me more time to work on data ingestion, uh, adding new sources, as well as creating new reports. So, look, it's great to hear, um, you know, that the, the time savings are delivering um, and that the uh, the business itself is uh, is was and is uh, supportive of what you're trying to do. Um, in terms of those people who are uh, looking at building a data vault for themselves, uh, what what advice would you would you give them? Uh, I would actually recommend practicing manually on a small small slice um, to produce a, you know a, a very small information mark uh, because it it drives home the theory and it gives you a lot of good experience with your your modeling your methodology and your architecture um, but after that definitely automate automate automate. <laughs> Well, that's uh, indeed, uh, yeah, what, what, what most people, I think, uh, arrive at. Um, it's usually down to then the, the, the business case, and, and you were quite lucky, I think, that you had a, 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 supportive, uh, a supportive business. But for those who um, uh, maybe need to do some convincing, I think uh, the big takeaway for me today has been the, uh, the time savings, making you know, taking out those repeatable tasks uh, allows the existing resources, you know, in this case yourself, uh, Gary, uh, to um, to do other things, to add more value to the organisation, finding new insights that can be delivered uh, to management uh, and ensuring that, uh, you know, there is there remains trust uh, within the data. Well, Gary, thank you very much for your time today. It's really appreciated when uh, when people, you know, uh, give back to the to the industry uh, in this manner. Um, for those of you who uh, may have questions, uh, please feel free to post uh, in the uh, DVIC. Uh, we have uh, people who are very engaged um, on that forum uh, who will be able to answer those questions um, and uh, and help out. Um, if you if you need it, Gary, thank you again for your time. Really appreciated, and uh, we'll talk to you all again very soon. Nice, thank you, Richard.